1: We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Oilers now with Bob Stauffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 6:30.
0: Chad, Bob Stauffer joining you from downtown Philadelphia. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. I want to tell you, Japanese Village, open a survey to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Alberta's own Brent Lake Wegu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. Don and his staff at uh, Japanese Village, they take care of you. As we go to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, and welcome back to the show but welcome to the show as Edmonton Oilers head coach, Jay Woodcroft. He is our Oilers now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Jay, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good, Bob. Thank you for having me on. Yes, and you've been to Japanese Village, uh, have you not? i have it's a great spot i've enjoyed many meals
0: there there we go all right uh what's this been like for you i mean we you know for the you know last three and a half seasons we we interviewed you every monday or tuesday if possible from bakersfield and you you know i think a lot of the fans built a lot of confidence sort of in 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 where you were tracking as a coach but what's the you know now that you've uh, been at the helm here in the nhl for the nine games uh what, what's it been like for you so far
1: yeah, it's, uh, it's been a whirlwind couple weeks here. Um, yeah, right from the time that I received the call, uh, life is happening fast uh, in a great way. And I feel alive in, in such a great way um, just by achieving a lifelong dream of being able to be a head coach in the National Hockey League. So I feel honoured and humbled and privileged to be the head coach of this hockey club. I would also say that I've been nothing but impressed by the work that's being put in by these players. Um, Our compete level has been excellent. The buy-in to some of what we're trying to get accomplished here has been there right from minute one. Um, And uh, to see some of the results that we're seeing over time, uh, pleased with how this team is tracking.
0: All right, you're 6-3 as a head coach. You started off 5-0, and oh, and the start of this five-game road trip was against the uh, number 4, 3, and number 2 overall teams in the NHL, the beasts of the Southeast. Assess, if you could, the performance of your squad in the three games to start this roadie. Yes, uh,
1: well, three good hockey teams... All three opponents presented different challenges to us. Um, I thought in the Tampa Bay game, we did a heck of a job um, limiting scoring opportunities and limiting shots on net. uh, Just by the way we were playing the game, our style of play uh, suppressed a lot of shots and chances against. I thought we had the chance to win that game. Um, Ultimately, we couldn't find that, that tying goal. But the effort uh, versus a very deep and very experienced team that's real far along in their evolution as a team, uh, I I was impressed with the way our team played that game. Um, Heading into the Florida game, a little bit different type of game. We're taking on a team that had lost a few in a row at home after having such a dominant home record. Um, They came out and uh, tried to... Uh, you know, blast us out of the rink by with all the shots on net from all angles and whatnot. And I thought we weathered the storm a little bit. Um, we had a little adversity with Ryan Nugent Hopkins going down in that first period. Uh, we lost another forward or two for moments in that game. Um, but we found a way to dig in. We got contributions um, from lots of different people. Found a way to dig in and get two points in a real tough environment. I think heading into the next game against the Carolina Hurricanes, they're a team that um, it prides itself or self-identifies as the best board-checking team in the, in the National Hockey League. And I thought our D, D Corps did a great job of making sure we were breaking pucks out, making sure that um, we guaranteed our line And uh, we didn't spend a lot of time in our end. Um, Again, there was a little bit of adversity in the first period with uh, goals getting called back and and our captain uh, getting injured for the period and being out for the period. But I thought uh, the team settled into that game and uh, really took it over in the second period. Unfortunately, we we couldn't find that, that tying goal. But in all three games... I think our team uh, showed the coaching staff a lot of positive signs. And uh, we have we are on our way to establishing a way to play on a night-in, night-out basis. And that's probably the best, best thing for us as we move forward. Regardless,
0: Jay, Woodcroft joining us right now on Oilers Now. Jay, regardless of the personnel that you have, I, I think that's what maybe impressed me the most. I mean, I watched enough of your games over the last three-plus years to say... The orders are playing a bit like Bakersfield. And so, and that is a compliment. Uh, and we're seeing it in the shot metrics as an example, and it's not score effects. We're seeing it in the shot metrics. But you've had to, you've had to juggle too here because, you know, last night, once Nugent, or, you know, Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto not available, but, uh, the, the whole, by the way, the, the blown, you know, they put the, <laughs> the initial call on McDavid never actually was made. Um, and you could have ended up with a five on three potentially, but uh, well, I guess what's impressed me the most, Jay, is you've gotten consistency of effort regardless of who's been in the lineup and in what role.
1: Yeah, I mean, that in that that doesn't come down to the head coach or our coaching staff. That comes down to the players involved. I think we have good players. And I think there is room for contributions from everybody. I think there's room for excellence from everybody. And we're trying to encourage and empower our players to make sure they're making those contributions to that style of play. And let's face it, that style of play isn't necessarily an easy one. It requires a lot of work. And, and right from day one, we've asked our players to up the work rate. and. They've been nothing but receptive and uh, like I said, I think we're we're trending in the right the right way and um, we've seen a lot of real positive signs. but as we've also mentioned right from day one, we got to stay present and immediately before us is a very game uh, Philadelphia Flyers team and that's our challenge tomorrow night. Uh, you've gone
0: 11 and seven. Duncan Keith has flown back in. Optional practice today, or I don't even know if it was an optional, but you rested some guys that played some huge minutes. Possibility we see, Keith, tomorrow?
1: Uh, We'll see what happens, see how he responds after a a night's sleep. I I don't think it's ever a bad idea to make sure that you get at least one full team practice in before you return to right. lineup so we'll we'll see where where dunks is uh, tomorrow but it's just nice to have him on the trip i know uh, the players were excited to see him and um it's just it's nice that he's returning to full health uh
0: malone comes up from the minors any hesitation putting him in especially since he only had 11 healthy forwards yesterday
1: No, I I don't have any hesitation. I know exactly what Brad Malone can bring to the table. He has a lot of equity with not only myself, but with Dave Manson uh, and our organization for that matter. He's someone who's been a great soldier uh, for the Edmonton Oilers and and Bakersfield Condors over the last uh, four or five years. Um, He is a big body. He's a heavy body and he has experience in the National Hockey League that I think, uh, should we decide to go that that route and put him in the lineup, we'd have no hesitation doing so.
0: You've not had a lot of practices, Jay. So where was the, you know, I mean, I'm at the practices, most, certainly all the ones that are in Edmonton, uh, and most of the ones on the road. Where has the prioritization been, given the limited amount of actual practice time you've been, in terms of trying to improve the team?
1: Well, I think and this was this was something when i sat on the plane uh from california up to edmonton i, I wanted to make sure that um we were we were simple in our messaging, that we didn't try and overcomplicate things by changing a whole bunch of different areas or whatnot. We have belief in this team. I just thought there was an area or two that that we should put our initial emphasis on. and, And that quite frankly, has been our work back to our own zone and to try and tighten up some things uh, with our rush coverages, our our defensive coverages, and um, just the all-out work to get back to our end and the organization that goes along with that. And I think it's important um, when you're in a situation that Dave and I were in when we came up to really define what was most important and provide... That sense of true north of what we wanted to accomplish right off the bat and um, as I said to you earlier in this interview I, I've been nothing but impressed with our players their commitment to each other and um, their willingness to be open-minded and and really work to get the job done and I've been very impressed with them
0: Jay in the nine games that you've coached you've gone 11 and 7 in all nine of those games And you've got four defensemen with 74 or fewer games played in the National Hockey League between Bouchard, Nima Niemalainen, and Broberg. Can you maybe speak to the relationship that both you and Dave Manson have built uh, specifically with those guys that you've had in the minors? and And then sort of the uniqueness of the deployment of the 11 and 7.
1: Sure. Um, the the fellows that you mentioned there obviously have all um, had relationships with Dave and I going back to Bakersfield. We have a clear understanding of their evolution as a player within our organization. Um, we've worked through um, some of the great times and some of the struggles as well. It hasn't always been uh, rainbows and, and sunshine uh, in each player's development, but we've seen that we have an understanding of each player's history what their strengths are um maybe what buttons to push uh those type of things and um we have a lot of respect for each one of those players and we do understand that they're young men right now navigating their way through for most of them, their first full year in the National Hockey League, so there, there are bound to be experiences to learn from and grow, grow from. And Dave and I both understand that, so uh, we've been uh, very happy with with them as a group. And in fact, with the seven defensemen we've had as a group, we've, we're seeing lots of really uh, positive signs in their play. Now, you asked about the eleven and seven. For me, the eleven and seven uh, was something that. Uh, again, we thought about um, heading up on, on the way from that plane uh, plane ride from California to Edmonton. We just we're trying to find uh, the best way to deploy our lineup to deploy each asset that we have at our disposal uh, to try and maximize the potential of the group. That's what we're thinking. Um, I think with uh, with the seven defensemen, when you spread the minutes out, I feel comfortable with that, especially given the experience level of our D Corps right now. Uh, in terms of the forward grouping, I think, when you have 11 forwards, um, people get a little bit more. It doesn't mean the higher minute guys get all the higher or more minutes. It means you can spread the minutes out amongst the many. And we've seen positive signs as we've done that. I also think there are, just from a line matchup side of things, it, it presents difficult matchups for the other team. And, um, Given our experience of deploying 11-7 and 7 in Bakersfield, it was a decision we made as we came up to Edmonton because we've had that experience, and as I said, because we felt it gives us the best chance to win.
0: Well, what it does do against teams that are deep, that have good fourth lines, is if they're seeing more of McDavid and Dreisaitl, maybe Ultras you know, the deployment of their fourth lines and has them cut their minutes back as well, uh, Jay. Jay Woodcroft joining us right now, head coach of the Edmonton Letters. Jay, is there, I mean, when when you were flying on that plane up, were you thinking, we're going to play Derek Ryan at right wing here and he's going to go out and score five goals and have eight points in nine games and go plus seven? Or um, Because he's, you know, he's one of the guys, I mean, he's on a bit of a heater right now, but I think he surprised some people with how he's played.
1: I, I didn't know that the result uh, was going to be what you just mentioned, but um, I'm sure there's a lot of coaches out 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 there in in Alberta that you know. Fiddle around with lineups and on uh, pieces of paper and whatnot, and I'm no different. On my plane ride up to to Edmonton, uh, I had a bunch of different uh, combinations on the go, and and after consulting um, the group of coaches that were still up in Edmonton and getting everybody's opinion, um, that ended up being the route we wanted to go with. And I just think, for Derek uh, personally. His move to right wing has freshened him up a little bit. Uh, I think it frees him up a little bit. And uh, he's been uh, responding with some great play and, and some timely goals. And I'm thankful he's on our team.
0: Meritocracy right now in goal.
1: You play well you yeah, play I, I think yeah I, I that's a good word for it I think uh, we've seen a lot of really uh, good signs uh, I thought um Miko played just uh phenomenally he allowed our team to get two points in uh in Florida with a just an unbelievable game from his his side of things and I thought Mike Smith played a really really good game uh, yesterday in Carolina he also gave us the chance to win Um, so for me um, you know those are good signs if you look at you asked about the road trip earlier and uh, what I I would look at our goals against as a whole over those three games I think we've given up four five-on-five goals uh, against in uh, in those games, one yesterday, one in Florida, and then uh, and then two in uh, in the Tampa Bay game because there were a couple six-on-five goals and, and and penalty kill goals against in that game as well. But uh, of those goals, you know, in Tampa, one goes off our skate, another goes off a stick uh, in Florida, and in Carolina. There were a couple plays the other team made, and sometimes you got to tip their, your cap to them. I think as a, as a whole, if we can continue to play this way, it serves us well going forward. And In order for us to have the success that we want, we do need stability, and we do need successful goaltending. In the last few games, both those guys have given that to us.
0: All right, you need your goalie to be your best penalty killer as well. Uh, that's been an area of concern for the Oilers, at one point this season, Jay, the Oilers were were fourth in the league in the penalty killing when the team was sixteen and five, and has obviously dropped precipitously. Uh, is this an area of concern right now for you, just, or is it a byproduct of playing some some? You know, you, you played basically five really good. Te- I know the Jets are having a tough year, but they've got skill on their power play as well. We know how good Minnesota is. How much of this was who you're playing against, and how much of it is the Oilers need to do a better job in the PK?
1: Well, I think we can improve certainly we're uh, we've uh, began to adjust some small things as we move forward i do believe some good practice time on it will help us. Uh, We brought in Brad Malone, who can play on the penalty kill up front, uh, but we can certainly address that area. We can help ourselves by not taking as many penalties and specifically uh, not as many ozone penalties. Uh, So there's things there that we we can help with, but um, uh, certainly an area that we're going to work on as we move forward here.
0: And one final one for you, uh, family you were in bakersfield your family is in bakersfield um have a you know as, as your wife had an opportunity to come up or I, I know we were down in cali already uh since you've been the head coach but uh how's how has it been such a whirlwind you know that you, you've been focused on the, how does that all work right now for you
1: yeah it, it's gone really fast um my wife uh, is from edmonton uh, born and raised and uh, have great great family up uh, in the edmonton area with uh, her parents and sisters and aunts and uncles and all that kind of stuff and i have two daughters um, and they're finishing out their school year here in bakersfield um, and they're going to take trips up uh, to make sure uh, that we don't go too long without seeing each other in person i was lucky that uh, within the first week of uh, taking the job, uh, we were down in California, so I got to see them before our game in Los Angeles, and uh, I certainly do miss them. There's a lot of FaceTime calls, and um, you know they're going to do their best to get up as much as they can, and I know that they uh, they help give me energy, so I can't wait to see them.
0: Yeah, I can tell you in my case my daughter uh looked at me at uh, at the end of last season when the others got eliminated against Winnipeg and she said y- you know you guys need to travel next year you need to go back on the road so uh <laughs> I I don't I don't know how to uh, and and I'll leave. and I'll leave you with this one uh, besides uh your your wife uh who were a couple of the people that you contacted when you got the promotion from the Oilers uh, to come up and be uh, uh, head coach of the hockey team?
1: Well, yeah, obviously I called my wife, my wife first, and, and shared the news, and um, and then uh, you know just some people within my immediate family. Um, I also made a call to uh, Todd McClellan and I wanted him to hear it from me first because he had such an impact on me as a as a young person and a young coach and uh just some some friends but I can tell you that um that day, things happened very quickly. It, um, I had to go get tested to make sure I could cross the border. And then you're just uh, in scramble mode, trying to pack as many clothes as you can fit in, into your luggage. And then uh, had to take a two-hour ride to LA and then get on that plane. And that's when I started really thinking about message, uh, thinking about lineup, thinking about how we wanted to deploy people, all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm lucky that I was able to sit on that plane. and. And really clarify my thinking
0: all right and your opportunity for a message to the orders fans listening to the show right now jay as your team gets to embark on the final two games of the road trip. What, what, would, what would you like them to know about your group
1: well, I think our group is going to continue to play with speed and simplicity. Uh, we're not going to be over enamored with complexity. We're going to play hard. And uh, as I said, we're going to try and prioritize speed or over playing uh, with perfection. We're going to play the game the right way. And um, I would like the fan base to know that we're working to make them proud of us. And... Um, just from my side of things, I'm very proud to be the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. So thank you very much for everyone's support.
0: Jay, great stuff. Thanks for joining us. Okay, take care, guys. You All bet. Right. That is Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780 Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Uh, Jay joined us on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement.
1: Bet
0: on it. We will come back with some texts. Uh, we'll wait and see what happens here in the next half hour of the show. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Check Oilers and Flyers tomorrow. My guess is we'll see Miko Koskinen in between the pipes. Koskinen's gone to the just win baby school this year. I mean, he's got a 901 save percentage, 3.13 goals against average. But he is 18-8-2 this season. Cars cost less than Watasquin. Brent Ridge Ford and Watasquin, 10-time presence award winners for customer satisfaction. Right now, the best way to get a vehicle is to custom order one. Discounts available from both Brent Ridge Ford and Ford Motor Company on most custom orders. Get the exact equipment, colors, all that stuff you want. Reach out to Uncle Melt, Rich, Johnny and the Game, one 87 747 73673 or visit BrentRidge.com. A lot of you have uh, hammered on the text line. We'll get to some text and... We're going to open up the phone lines. Assess where we're at right now at the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. Do you think the team's playing better? What have you thought of the three-game roadie? Have I gone completely bonkers suggesting somebody needed to go in and drill Brady Shea? We'll get to that after a global news, weather, traffic update, Eileen
1: Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.